Welcome to Third Eye Science. I'm your host, Susan Bontoon, and on this podcast, we will be exploring the lines between science and spirituality. As a scientist and a yogi, I've found that these two realms do not have to be mutually exclusive. With the perspective of a logical scientist, I've navigated my own spiritual journey with a curious, open mind. I'll share lessons and tools I've found along the way and have compelling conversations with spiritual leaders, teachers, yogis, healers, and fellow travelers about their experiences and practices. In this age of information and misinformation, it's time to interpret and understand the world with your third eye. Hello and welcome to Third Eye Science. Before we get into the episode, I'd like to share a few upcoming offerings. First, in the class, my weekly class on Soul Tribe Online, I will be teaching the week of Thanksgiving a class on yoga and meditation to cultivate gratitude. It's the perfect way to start off this busy holiday season. And if you are not a member of Soul Tribe, you can try it for free, a 10-day free trial. And if you can't join my live class, which is at 5.30 p.m. on Mondays, you can also watch it anytime from the class archive. I always record and put my classes on the archive. So I'd love to have you. And then in the month of December, we'll be working with the Sagittarius um, optimistic energy, really visioning for the future and calling in that freedom, that energy, and yeah, the optimism that really comes along with this season. You can scroll down and find a link in the show notes, or you can go to thirdeyescience.com where you'll find information on everything that I do. I'd also like to invite you to the next and final Third Eye Science Collective session of 2022. This one is going to be a really beautiful session on the final full moon. It's a full moon in Gemini on Wednesday, December 7th at 7 p.m. The theme is release and connect. Many of us have unresolved anxiety and fear that impedes our connections to those around us. This full moon in Gemini energy calls for deep cleansing of those feelings of unease and distrust. Together, we'll release the wariness and cultivate connection to ourselves, to our loved ones, and to humanity. Your energy communicates for you with or without words. Let's clear your field and ensure that you can transmit a frequency of compassion, love, and grace. As always in these sessions, um, we begin 
We really tune into the cosmic alignments at the moment and invite our intuition to illuminate the way forward. Then you, so we'll do a meditation together. Then you lay down and receive the energetic attunement that is available to us in that moment. And you really relax and receive. And again, these sessions can be, um, Part, you you can participate also with the recording if you can't make it live. So I also really love to have the the recordings and listen to them again later. You get to receive the energy all over again. It will be a really beautiful session as they have all been. There really are a co-creation of the people that sign up for it. It's really incredible. I never know what exactly is going to happen. So please join if you feel called. Again, the link is in the show notes or go to thirdeyescience.com. Now enjoy the episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Third Eye Science, or welcome if this is your first time listening. Thank you for tuning in. I have been really listening deeply to my intuition and to my guidance, my inner guidance around when it's time to share something and when it isn't. So I really am so grateful for all of you for your patience when I don't put out an episode. And for those of you who are catching up on the episodes after, um, you know, after a while, it's still incredibly, I often am talking about whatever is going on for me in this moment. And it has a lot to do with the cosmic weather, if you will. But um, this one, I think will be good through. This is the week of Thanksgiving that I'm going to put it out. And it's really with the entire holiday season in mind. So what I want to talk about today is these superpowers that you have access to and can cultivate within you that will really help you thrive through this holiday season. These, and they're not going to be what you think. I'll just say that right off the bat. Um, This is really about, well, first of all, let's set the stage. The holiday season. (laughs) We have here in the U.S., we have Thanksgiving kind of really kicks it off. And it's about getting together with family. There's lots of expectations. There's Sometimes maybe family drama, there's expectations over what's going to be on the table in as well as expectations about what 
everyone's going to do and say, and, and it can be really fraught with anxiety and divisiveness. And that is the exact opposite of what Thanksgiving is supposed to be. And maybe you don't have that experience. Maybe Thanksgiving's um, completely relaxed, chill, loving situation. And, And if that's the case for you, this will also help you really amplify that. And then you add to, then we have a whole month essentially of like, what am I going to get all of the people I love for Christmas? If you don't celebrate Christmas, there are many other ways that our economy has like, you know, essentially created a system where we all are expected to spend money during the holidays, which can also bring in stress. Then there's this like, Again, you're going to see family or maybe you have, you're in a family, your your immediate family unit has two ex- separate extended family units, right? Like two married people come together or you're, you have a partner and you have to weigh um, where are we going to go, you know, on this holiday and where are we going to go on that holiday? And then you add in the the many marriages and different <laughs> i know people who go to like three or four thanksgivings and you know and or christmases because each person has parents and who who were divorced and then remarried and <laughs> there's so it's a lot it, it is a lot And it is exactly the wrong time of year for us to be putting this kind of pressure on us. The winter by, you know, like biologically, we should be hibernating. And that's not to say, yes, I understand. Like we are not bears. We're not literally supposed to hibernate. But the days are shorter. Nights are longer we are supposed to be kind of, it is within natural alignment for us to be slowing down instead of speeding up. And then having the other thing around Christmas is, and then New Year's, you just have like this constant weeks, weeks long expectations of parties and these social settings, social gatherings, all sorts of things. And then you may add in gift giving to those too. So it's just a lot. It's a lot. And if me saying all of this is even like ramping up your anxiety, please keep listening because I'm going to give you some tools. Three superpowers that you can cultivate, connect with, really intentionally use that will get you through the holiday season. And as I said, they're going to be unexpected, perhaps, or at least this first one will be. Number one, your sensitivity. 
Now you might be like, Susan, (laughs) the last thing I need when I'm around all these people who I don't necessarily vibe with is to increase my sensitivity. (laughs) But hear me out. So our sensitivity, so many of us, I would say, I would venture to guess that every single person that is listening, that felt called to listen to this podcast is on a spiritual journey. They're also connecting with their intuition. They're also likely, and by they, I mean you, (coughs) you are likely someone who identifies as a sensitive person. (laughs) I spent my whole life knowing that I was a very sensitive person, like even as a very, very small child. I cried more than my sisters. It was like known (laughs) in my family. This was just true. I was more emotional. I was more, you know, when stuff happened in the family, it impacted me on an emotional level, even if I wasn't directly related. And that is because, you know, I am empathic or I am um, intuitively sensitive. And this is not a bad thing. (laughs) This is a superpower because what it does is it gives you insight into what is going on in all the people around you. And when you're a kid, that can be really overwhelming because adults don't tell you what's actually happening. And then you know that they're lying to you. And it's like, what the actual F is going on here, right? Some of you can relate, I'm sure. And So now as an adult, maybe you're getting a little more comfortable with your sensitivity. Hopefully you are. Because what you can do is tune into what what is going on with people. And then you don't have to take it on. You can just be very compassionate. Someone, aunt. Helen or Aunt, yeah, I shouldn't have said that because I had I had an Aunt Helen, but <laughs> it's like people in my generation, don't we all have a Aunt Helen? Yeah, so we'll say Aunt Helen. Maybe she's anxious. Maybe she's um, stressed. Maybe she doesn't give a flying fig what anybody does. Maybe she's, you know, like she's just completely narcissistic. And I'm not describing any specific person I know. They're, these are all just examples of things that could be going on with people. Maybe she's lonely. And then here she is in this family setting with a bunch of people she doesn't feel connected to. Like all of these things are very real, um, real things that could be happening in your family, but, and it may not be an aunt. It may be a kid. It may be, it may be a cousin. It may be a sister, a, you know, a brother, anyone, your mother, your father, all of these things are possible. Maybe it's your really good friend is 
having some, you know, something's going on and make, and you know, the tension of the holidays just ramps it up. And so what you can do with that. Okay. Now you, you're kind of understanding what's going on with the person without them telling you. This is not about solving their problem. So I want to say that super clearly. We are not fixing anyone. The only thing that we have control over is how we react and respond to the outside world. That is literally the only thing you have control over. And if there's anything that we have learned in this past three years, I would say that should have really hopefully hit home. <laughs> um, so what, what are we doing instead of trying to fix them and being like, you know, I can sense that you have some anxiety. What's that all about? <laughs> like there, this is not an invitation to be an armchair psychologist. And if you are a psychologist, it's also, they're not your client, right? So what can we do? We choose connection over control. And this is a mantra that my teacher Satdev Beer, who I talk about all the time, has been saying all year long. He And he really... Um, spent the year choosing connection over control. And what does that mean? That means listening, asking questions, being present, which leads me into number two, your presence. Your presence is such a gift. And I don't mean you physically being in the room with your entire family and then on your phone looking at Instagram. (laughs) Doesn't count. So presence is really being in that moment. So you're sitting, maybe you're cooking. Maybe you're the one Maybe that's why you're so stressed and anxious is because you're cooking for 25 people. So what can you do to bring, instead of thinking about the constant going through the list of all the things you got to do, do the thing in front of you. Just do, just cook the sweet potatoes. (laughs) Just make the Brussels sprouts, (laughs) all of these things, or even if you're planning out your meal, just plan, plan it, write it down. Even maybe if it, it gives you some people, some people, especially people like in the Virgo Capricorn um, (laughs) realm, they want to they want to do all the things and, and have a list and they want to check those things off a list. So if that gives you pleasure and joy, then do it that way. If that does not, if you're a chaotic Pisces like me, maybe that's not the way that you like empower yourself. So 
Knowing yourself is really important. But what, yeah, what makes you feel free in the work you're doing and what helps you cultivate love and joy and pure presence in in a given moment. It's going to be different for every single person. And, and that's why it's also important to recognize the people around you are going to ha- be having a completely different experience from you. So their version of presence, maybe they're not, you know, they're not consciously trying to connect the way you are and they're not present at all. That's one thing. But calling them out isn't necessarily going to help. My experience has been that, um, and this is a complete, this is very much a practice, is we vibrate, you know, when we can vibrate at a frequency that is that matches who we want to be, the people around us eventually start to become entrained to that energy. They start to match. So they might increase their vibration to match yours. And this takes a very long time. This is not going to happen over the course of one Thanksgiving meal. And it's not about changing someone else. It's about being you, being so present in your own energy and vibrating a frequency that is so pure and so you, then you invite others to be themselves. Then they can also be in that presence And you don't have to say a damn word. You just be you. And so, you know, your energy speaks for you, whether you're speaking or not. So it's really important to be intentional in every moment. Your presence is your power. So being present for someone as I said, it's so much more than physically being near them. And maybe with, you know, for a lot of us, we're far away from our families. So how can we be present with people that we love when we are not physically near them? We can we can send them, you know, we can call and talk to them but just talking about the weather, <laughs> this is what my mother does. This is why my, the example I'm giving, my mom's constantly talking about the weather to me. And it's like, okay, you know, and then we, I always try to at least get, you know, some, something about what's happening into what, you know, something that's going on in my life and listening to what's going on in her life and we really do that. I don't always, you know, <laughs> find 
what's going on in her life incredibly interesting. And that's okay, too. She also probably doesn't find what was going on for me super interesting. But I'm there and listening and connecting. I'm choosing connection over control. I'm not trying to tell her, well, maybe you should do this or do that. Or at least I'm trying to (laughs) not do that. Um, Because if there's anything I've learned in my 47 years, it is that the moment you tell someone what to do, they just put up a wall. And I do the same thing when people tell me what to do. People want to discover it themselves. So you choose connection, you ask questions, you, and it's not even like about leading them somewhere. It's just allowing them to unfold their own story. Your presence is, these are, these are the powers of the, the Aquarian age, this, this age that we are in. It's over connection. We, I mean, this time is really about connection, presence, sensitivity, and then the third, number three, this one's more obvious, gratitude. And it sounds so obvious that it's like, well, yeah, of course, gratitude. Gratitude is not about saying thanks. It, it does include that. But how can you resonate gratitude. So this is again, back to your energy is speaking for you. So how can you connect? Say again, we're, we're back at the Thanksgiving table. You came, you were, you know, invited to some extended family members home. They cooked for you. So What can you, how can you show gratitude in addition to saying thank you is suggesting that they rest while you clean up. And I know many, many people who will, who wouldn't let you do that if you were a guest, right? And it's like, and you can, you know, you can just start helping anyway, (laughs) And don't argue with them, you know, it's just like, okay, you know, and just start helping in some little way. Or maybe you could help by keeping the kids busy. Or maybe you could help by keeping the grandparents busy, right? Like connecting with some other family member that is maybe going to get in the way of all the happenings in the kitchen, right? Those are just some examples. So those are ways we can show our gratitude. Of course, gifts are a thing. You know, there's this whole, if you don't know about love languages, I highly recommend checking it out, learning about, you can kind of figure out what your love language is, what other people's love languages, and then you can understand, oh, this person really appreciates words of affirmation, or this person appreciates acts of service or gifts. 
And then, you know, cause some people don't like you, you bring flowers or a gift or something to somebody's Thanksgiving and depending on the person, they might be like, meh, you know, and it has nothing to do with the gift. It's just that that's not their love language. So really it's intentional. It's all about being intentional in everything that you do. It's simple. It is so simple. And yet we get so bogged down in our own lives and in our own heads. And we're thinking about the past and the future instead of being present. So what if you said to yourself, and maybe your partner or someone close to you, someone who can kind of be an accountability buddy. <laughs> hey, this holiday season, let's be really intentional about everything that we do and how we connect with all the people we love. Let's choose connection over control. Let's allow our sensitivity to be a strength and tune in to what's really going on, then be present with those people in whatever way we can, and then express our gratitude in a way that is meaningful to those people. And I will also say, add at the end of this, that again, reminding you, your energy speaks for you. So you can also, in your sadhana, whatever that may be, your morning daily practice, maybe that's sitting with a journal, hopefully a little bit of meditation. You knew I couldn't get through... (laughs) an episode without (laughs) recommending that you meditate. (laughs) It really has changed my life in such meaningful and deep ways that I can't stop talking about how everyone can meditate and change their lives. So even if you start with a few minutes, maybe that's a really beautiful practice for you to start with this holiday season. Especially we have, um, I'll also just put in a plug, if you will, for winter solstice is December 21st. That's a very powerful day for you to tune in to really listen to your inner guidance, your intuition. And from there, that's that place, that peaceful place of presence is where you can begin to create these list of intentions. Perhaps you do New Year's intentions or, um, yeah, I don't even want to call them resolutions, just intentions for your new year, making a commitment to do something differently in this year of 2023. There's 
So you can start really tuning into that around the solstice and cultivate that calm, peaceful presence. And this will really serve you and everyone around you as you navigate the holidays. It will bring down your anxiety level. And by default, by, you know, just by this entrainment, you can be that calming force in the chaos of a family gathering. And it doesn't require you to get anyone on board. (laughs) It doesn't require you to convince anyone of anything. All you have to do is be your self. Be fully present as yourself. And when you can really emanate that energy, it can shift a lot of a lot of things. It can shift a situation. It can shift a mood. It can really help a lot of people. But you must begin within. You cannot, you cannot say like, this all sounds, I'm really excited about this and then not cultivate any of it within you. You're just going to like go to, you don't meditate and then you go to Thanksgiving and are like, okay, I'm going to cultivate peaceful presence. <laughs> it's maybe not the place to try to, to the first try it. <laughs> it's a practice. All of these things are a practice and you may not do it perfectly. In fact, you won't (laughs) because we're human beings. Unless you're like the enlightened Buddha, you're likely to be um, ramped. uh, Your energy maybe will be provoked by something that happens over this next month and a half. And that's okay. So, you know, I would also add a little bonus forgiveness (laughs) at the end of it all. And that includes yourself. So forgiving the people for whatever it is they say and do that is not, you know, that's really creating more disconnection than connection. Remember that, you know, everyone is dealing with some set of conditioning and programming that have happened in your, in their lives. And we're all working towards an evolution of that conditioning. And some people are doing it consciously like us. Some people are not doing it consciously, which means they will just keep hitting blocks that force them into doing learning lessons, right? So we're all, I'm trying to consciously go through these processes so that I don't have to be pushed into them like I did the first, oh, say 40 years of my life. (laughs) I'm kind of over that. (laughs) 
so it's, it's a really, uh, expansive practice. Please try it. Let me know how you, how it goes. Practice this really using your sensitivity as the superpower that it is. Practicing presence. Having gratitude. And then forgiving yourself and others when they don't meet those goals. (laughs) It doesn't need to be an anxiety-inducing time of the year. It can be a really, if you focus on the connection part, it can really be a different experience. So with that, I'll leave it there. Please let me know um, if you have any questions, comments, Please rate and review the show on your favorite platform. Share it with, oh, and subscribe. And then share it with anyone and everyone that you love. It can be a conversation starter in the very least. (laughs) Thank you all so much. Love you. And we'll be back um, probably right after, yeah, throughout December. Love you. Satnam Namaste.